Do you know what BP stands for? Anybody? There's a lot of answers, I bet. British Petroleum, Blood Pressure, Bad Precedent. But what it really stands for is before priesthood. So I got a story to tell you. Before priesthood, BP, I fell in love. And I fell in love hard. And it was, it was amazing. She was one of 14 children from a Midwest town, had a big farm, and funny, smart, beautiful, athletic. She was the opposite of a negative Nelly or Debbie Downer. I don't know about you, but when that's somewhere around that, I just want to run to the opposite end of the earth. She was laughing, always full of life, so positive. She was always present to the moment, ready to hear God and to do his bidding. And of course, always have a good time doing it. Kind of sounds like heaven to me. She was Holy Spirit liberated, liber liberated, living in the joy and the freedom of a daughter of God. She was a slave and a servant of Jesus, enthusiastically sought to live his purpose. She was controlled by freedom. Controlled by freedom to love and be loved. And I was on a youth ministry team with her for a year, and we were co-team leaders. And I said, she's going to be mine. I will win her over from, yes, she had a boyfriend. It wasn't the first time. And my usual mantra was employed in my psyche, in my body. I've got this. Day in and day out for a year traveling in a van with 13 young adults, and we were co-team leaders. There was a men's team leader and a women's team leader. And I probably used the ploy sometimes, oh, I think we need to meet again. There's some team problems. <laughs> my way, my kingdom, my call. Ego, edging God out. That's exactly what I was doing. And it never goes well when we do that. We know that. Montrose, Michigan, Easter night, 1991, we're staying at this farmhouse. And usually two of the, the men on the team would stay at a homestay and two at another one, and same with the women. But there happened to be about six of us staying at this farmhouse, and it was kind of pushing the edge, but half of them were women from our team and half were men. And I was there with, guess who? My co-team leader. After dinner, I remember. I don't even know if there were cell phones in those days, so I don't think so. I remember it. He calls her boyfriend. I am mad. I am upset. No. Ah. Why are you doing this to me, God? Co-team leader day after day, and you're like dangling it out in front of me, and you're saying, no, ha-ha. I went out this, in this emotion, in this state of mind, out into the dark night. We're out in the country in Michigan, Montrose, Michigan, 
and I looked at the beautiful array of stars. And I had about had it. I didn't want his purpose. Because it's my call, my way, my day, ego. Psalm 139 came to me, you know me, you know when I sit and when I stand. With all my ways you are familiar. Even before a word is on my tongue, you know the whole of it. Behind me and before me, you hem me in. Where can I go from your spirit? From your presence, where can I flee? If I go to the heavens, you are there. If I sink to the netherworld, you are present there. If I take the wings of the dawn, if I settle the farthest limits of the sea, even there your hand shall guide me. In Montrose, Michigan. Then the words like the heavens parted. John, don't you know I'm your true love. John, don't you know I'm your first love? Yes, Jesus. Yes. I'll try. Are we living a life of faith? Or is it my way, my kingdom, my call, edging God out? So many years for me it was, this is just to make a point. They would exaggerate in the scriptures to make a point. Shut up and sit down, Jesus. Listen to me. I know you're the alpha and the omega, the creator and redeemer of all that is, and you made me out of nothing. But sit down, be quiet, don't interrupt my empty, shallow, pointless life. Or is it more, I'm all yours. Every decision, every thought, everything I do, this day, Sunday, how am I going to handle this day, Sunday? I was talking to the men the other night. The, what if we made the Sabbath sacred again? What if we said the Sabbath was going to be the Lord's day, and our family's going to be there, and everything's going to be centered around that, and everything's going to go according to that, and a soccer scholarship is not going to get you to heaven, and the GNP, all the GNP in the world is not going to save your soul, and w this trip or whatever you're doing is not going to give you the life that you're looking for. I'm all yours. I love Pope Benedict's quote. He says, even the molecules and the unconsecrated host give up their right to act as they want. What if we said that to Jesus with our bodies and our brains and our gifts? I am going to give up the right to act as I want because I want to be with you because you are perfect in all your ways. You know what the opposite of faith is? Control. Sit down and shut up, Jesus, because I've got this. <laughs> How laughable is that?
everyone, the rich and the poor, the sick and the well, the young, the old, the uneducated, the educated, who has given up houses and brothers and sisters and father and mother and children and land for the sake of my na name will receive a hundred times more and will inherit eternal life. That's the wisdom that King Solomon was praying for. That's the treasure buried in the field. That's the pearl of great price. I love these lines from a song entitled, So Will I, from Hillsong United. If the stars were made to worship, so will I. If the mountains bow in reverence, so will I. You notice me raising my hands when we're worshiping because it's not about me, it's not about you, it's about the God of the universe. And I want to give you freedom from this moment on whenever you feel that to raise your hands and say, so will I. If the stars are worshiping, so will I. If the mountains bow down, so will I. If the oceans roar your greatness, so will I. Sing out in church that we will have heaven on church, in church, that we will enter in like never before. If everything exists to lift you high, so will I. And the only one who has the option of not doing that is you and me. All the rest of creation gives glory to God. And you can say yes or no. So why don't you let it rip? Why don't you just let it go and stop staring at anything but him? Don't stare. Sing. Worship. It's not about a show. It's about giving your body and your soul, everything you are, to him. His purpose. That's the title of this homily. His purpose. All things work for good for those who love God and who are called according to His purpose. John, don't you know I'm your true love? John, don't you know I'm your first love? So will I. So will I. I don't know what it means to be a priest. I'm scared. So will I. The buried treasure in the field, the pearl of great price. Knowing the power of the Holy Spirit in Montrose, Michigan, Easter night, 1991, the God of the, the, God of the universe. I am your first love. I am your true love. And I and you and we worship 
the Eucharist. And we become that Eucharist to bring His conquering love to this world. So will we. So will we. We, all of us, all things for good. Everyone who has given up houses and mothers and brothers and sisters and land, his purpose. So will we. Go with it. Go for it with all your heart. I don't care about any other purpose for you or for me than his purpose. Pope Francis said, we are in the middle of a love story. And if we do not understand this, we have not understood anything of what the church is. We're in the middle of a love story. All things for good. Even the worst, most wretched mistake you've made in your life. All things for good. Jesus has it covered with his precious blood each and every moment. Open up your cracked and wounded and broken heart and say, so I. Everyone, Jesus promises, who gives up everything what's most precious to you to come to me will have a hundred times more in this life and they will inherit eternal life. So will I. So will I. Friend, it's never been better in my life than right here, right now. And it just gets better.